I, I'm just going to say, um, overall, this show is my mood in general I, most of the time. This is Christopher. <laughs> I, I'm a very uh, unhappy person. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Lasercomb Podcast, the podcast where two 90s kids cl- come through classic... Ep- I'll restart. <laughs> All right. In three, two. Welcome back, listeners, to episode 25 of the Lasercomb Podcast, your favorite podcast where two 90s kids come through classic... TV shows with a fine-tooth laser. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I may or may not be someone who refers to himself as the Siege, who is holding throwing daggers right now for some reason. For dramatic flair, perhaps. I don't dramatic know. Dramatic flair. Yeah. Hmm, there's some, some dramatic flair in the episode. Uh, at least on my end, anyway. I'm trying, damn it. I, I can only... Uh, I'm only, I, I'm just one man. I'm just one man. <laughs> I'm just well, one man. Just one man in a motorcycle. Or should I say a motor rad? Yeah. Because that's what they're called. Oh. On Kino's Journey. Oh. Talking motorcycles. Named after. Talking uh, motorcycles. Named after Nordic gods. Yeah. Nordic god. Um. Was, was there a Hermes in the Greek pantheon? They're all the same. They're based on the same shit. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Hermes is from the um, the, the Greek pantheon. I was thinking of Hermod, who is from... Basically uh, the same person, right? They probably are, honestly. I, like, <laughs> yeah. going, going back, like, they probably were originally, like, inspired by the same character. Like, the Roman gods have different names for the same shit, so it probably trickled up, right? Yeah, and then, you know, you've got, like, uh, Hermione in uh, Harry Potter books. Same thing. <laughs> it's basically the same thing, you know? What are we talking about this week on the, the Lasercomb podcast? So, we are talking about Kino's Journey and the episode that we randomly... Oh, by the way, 2003 Kino's Journey. Right. Not the, the newer one. OG right. Kino's Journey. Right, we had to 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 make that distinction when we were uh when we, we last week when we had settled on this is what we that we this is what we were going to be talking about uh we we had to do a little bit of um research into where uh where we could actually watch this show because we um it was we, like panning we, for gold finding this show man uh yeah because we we always like to make sure before we settle on a show that uh, it's actually available to watch somewhere. Um, because if it isn't, then, uh, well, uh, well, we don't like to end up with egg on our faces uh, in the middle of recording. Uh, no, that was we, our food wars. We, we, I was going <laughs> to say, we, we do that enough anyway. So we, we, we like to make sure that a, a show is available so, uh, before we settle on, uh, announce that that's what we're going to be talking about in the following week. So 
this show uh, is actually quite difficult to find online. It's not available for purchase digitally, at least on, not on any Canadian digital storefronts. And I found this out by not only looking on Tubi, but also looking on the Just Watch app, which is uh, a fantastic resource. I highly recommend it. Uh, it tells you... And this episode is not sponsored by Ju Just Watch at all. I just genuinely... I've been using it for a few years now. I just genuinely like it. You type in uh the name of a movie or a tv show or whatever and it'll tell you if it's available to stream anywhere and if it's available to purchase digitally anywhere and you can customize like what your streaming services and digital storefronts are that you want but to use code or laser comb down below to get 30 days <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, so according to Just Watch, uh, it, this was only available on a website called High Dive. Because Which immediately uh, seems sketch. It, it, it does immediately seem sketch. The, the website's actually legit. It's very poorly designed. And uh, after I weirdly, after I set up my account, they were like invalid password, even though it was a uh, I, I knew the password was correct that I was inputting. And I was still able to access it in a web browser, but when I was trying to log into it on the iOS app, and then indeed on the Amazon Fire TV app, it was telling me the password was wrong. And I'm like, I'm using the exact same password to to log into to try and log into it that I used in the web browser on my phone, which worked just fine. So figure that out. So I had to do like a reset password thing. And then finally I was able to log into it on my uh, Amazon Fire TV. And But uh, as we were uh, searching for, uh, and I when when I say we, I mean Cal, because he, he's the one who, uh, who actually looked into this um, originally. The... Uh, uh, there the the this version the original version of kino's journey the 2003 series uh is not available on anything other than high dive uh and all we but the the 2017 like remake i guess um is uh widely available you can get it everywhere, everywhere. holy everywhere fuck. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, everywhere um but and being, but being the uh being the uh, Victoria, B.C. hipsters that we are, we wanted to go for the obscure original series and uh, not the widely available and uh, commercially successful remake series. That's right. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know what? And if you sail the seven seas at all, all of the seven seas, me hearties, <laughs> doesn't have any of this uh unless you you got some uh inside scoops that i don't know about but um we we found it so yeah we found it uh i decided to brave signing up for a free 14-day trial of uh of high dive this website high dive and uh it did work and Cal was still uh, highly suspect of the website so i was like you know what just here's my login info just use my free trial there's no sense both of us signing up for this and i this, which which i thank you <laughs> there's no sense both of us signing up for this site that undoubtedly uh neither of us will ever visit ever again yeah <laughs> and uh well maybe to watch the rest of this because uh, uh, um good point yeah um so i watched this episode and i was some i suddenly remembered not the first one I bought, but the first one I watched. When I was in college, I bought, like, disc two. 
of like Kino's journey or two or three or something. So I never saw the first chunk. This episode we're reviewing, which by the way, is episode 11 of, um, I think there's 13, Yeah, 13 episodes. And it is called Her Journey, Love and Bullets. Yep. I watched this in 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 2005 <laughs> yeah that was to... at a that was at a time when um uh dvd companies were like this was shortly after like the the rise of uh releasing tv shows on dvd started becoming like a hot thing and i remember at that time too like buying one se- 13 episode season of a dvd of a tv show like i was really into buying 24 and the shield dvds at that time those motherfuckers would be like a hundred dollars each it, which is just so wacky to think back on now at this point because now you can buy like a, a season of a tv show for like 15 dollars um it's hot shit back then man it, it was hot shit back then but the the thing with uh anime was is they uh, at, weren't really releasing full season sets they were releasing individual episodes there or they were releasing like dvds that would have like four episodes on the yeah and they would charge you like 30 dollars for that so you would end up um i was actually doing this at the time with uh ghost in the shell standalone complex uh like 29.99 for each uh dvd that would have like four episodes on it uh of like the first season and the first season had like what was it uh uh 26 episodes uh let me tell you i only got up to disc three before i finally got fed up with uh being ripped off i i paid i paid 90 dollars for it was i think it was like the first like 12 episodes and finally I, I was like you know what fuck this and to this day i've still never actually i've tried but to this day i've still never actually finished season one of ghost in the shell standalone complex it's weird <laughs> that you specifically mentioned that so i got this like like you said three four episodes on the dvd yeah um i got this by itself so i've only seen like uh like 10 11 12 13 but like i didn't remember that i had this you right. know what I mean? Like in the bargain bin, because it wasn't part of a collection at the used section in, in Blockbuster. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was probably like less than 10 bucks. But same thing with Ghost in the Shell. I got like disc three. So I just <laughs> had a random spattering of of anim- some anime called X. Just like oh. a big X. I, I oh, I, I've remember. heard of that, actually. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah. This uh, was all my first anime. So watching this, I had some feels because some, some not nostalgia, good, not bad. It's nostalgia that's not like in the good sense, but in the okay. "Ooh, I'm glad my life is in a better place." And um, mm. anybody that mean. watches the the Lasercomb podcast knows that last time I chose Space Dandy, right? That's on this side of the spectrum. Kino's journey is way over here, folks. Like. They are so far from each other, and yet that's why I chose them. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good contrast. And um, uh, I watched this episode shortly after I woke up this morning, so I watched it at like maybe like six thirty, six six thirty in the morning. Uh, I'm an early riser, people. Um, I have to be because of work. So even on my days off, I'm like I'm still waking up it's at like schedule. five or six. Yeah, yeah, I'm still waking up. At, even without an alarm, I'm still waking up at like five or six. So I watched this early in the morning. 
And um, there is something that I find. I don't, I don't know how to explain this proper, properly, but there's something that I find really almost comforting about media that has a very kind of that that's kind of uh touching and heartwarming but is also incredibly morose which is the tone very much the tone of this show and Ooh. i yeah the the entire show of kino's journey is like that there there's this uh, i i kind of i guess jump ahead in my overall thoughts i think the show is actually quite beautiful um i i was surprised the show is quite beautiful but it's it, it's very it it's very dour but and not even in like um i don't mean that in a bad way this is just like if yeah. picture like a gray and rainy like kind of cold like maybe about 40 degrees fahrenheit kind of afternoon there's a little slight amount of fog in the air picture like that kind of day like that that is this show that is the tone that is the overall vibe of this show and i love it i think there is there's something and indeed actually that uh that uh, talking about the weather actually comes up later on in this episode I, yeah um, and and that being said i'll i'm going to save my any ideas about the theme for after we're we're done reviewing it but um i am i'm really glad that you you like this because like i said um i'm usually the very happy go lucky guy and even my partner was like like jesus do you want to do you want to show people this like <laughs> this is like this this might be too heavy but there is a morose optimism yeah of the show like it's very human <laughs> And so with that being said, um, this is your like first time you've even like uh did you even hear about the the anime before? No, I've never heard of it. it. No, I'd never heard of it. Um, I've heard people say that it's like slow, it's depressing. I don't know, it's it's not for everybody, but yeah, it's space dandy, right? So right. Yeah, and like the the show, the show is gloomy, but like I don't I don't find it depressing. Like, like I said, I, there's something that I personally find like weirdly, like kind of comforting and, uh, just joyful about, um, just kind of a, like just overall, like just gloom. I don't know. It's the, the show has like it, it has a lot going on with it. Like it's, there's a lot of, uh, philosophical, elements to it there's uh the main character is incredibly pragmatic which i really liked uh so let's go, do you want to finish finish what your your thoughts uh, yeah overall just like uh yeah like gloomy optimism wrapped in gloom it's it's that it's that adam's family vibe in the sense that like things are bad the world's like kind of bleak but like and, and violence uh <laughs> violence is a big theme of this show let let me tell you um yeah i was but, i was surprised at how casually people murder in this show um 
Oh boy. Um, there's a preview for the next episode after this. And I remember that because like I said, I had like three, four episodes. Right. Ooh, that one's, that one's rough, but uh, there, there's enough rough in this episode. Uh, so I, I think I had mentioned it already, but this is episode uh, 11. Yep. Um, Love and Bullets, June 24th, 2003. Uh, to Before we get into talking about yes. the episode proper, just quickly before that, um, based on my research, the overall, uh, by quick research of just like skimming the Wikipedia page, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the overall uh, plot of this story, because uh, this is based on a, I don't even think it's based on a manga, I think it's based on a series of novels. Oh. Uh, um, it's, uh, the, the overall plot involves, uh, uh, this young woman, uh, Kino, who, uh, travels across the countryside with her talking motorcycle, Hermes, uh, and basically Incredible Hulks, or Quantum Leaps It. She goes to a place, she hangs out there for no more than three days, and she, yeah. and she <laughs> helps people, uh, I, not even necessarily helps people, but she she gets involved somehow in uh, the the happen the local happenings, and even then moves she's on. She's very neutral. She makes a point of going, "Hey, I'm not here to and 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 to add on your description of the world. A country is like a little city state. Yeah, uh, a, a country is like a big town and the residents around it. And then she travels for a few days to another country." So when right. they refer to, oh, yeah, like Hermes is like, oh, like a lot of countries are full of violence. Mm -hmm. They're referring to different cities which are in, have independent rules. And right. that's the storytelling mechanism of Kino's journey. Every place she goes has different rules around punish, capital punishment, around murder, around owning or using guns. And they explore these cons these violent human concepts of rules and death in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, at first I, I was like, is Hermes just talking to Kino in her head? But other people talk to, <laughs> to Hermes, but we never meet another sentient vehicle. So I, I'm not really. I, I kind of got the vibe based on uh, the character's attire and uh, the weaponry that they use and the even the type of motorcycle that Hermes is. I feel like this is kind of set in the 1950s. One thing, and this is why I kind of like dressed dressed up like this. It's nebulous about like what time it's supposed to be because you haven't watched um, any other episodes of it yet. Some places are a little more like Victorian era mm. and some places are a little bit more modern or industrial okay. like era. And it's, it's kind of interesting. Some places are a little bit future tech. So it's, it's this fantasy world where it's kind of like timeless. Okay. But it does have that almost like, you know, like the, the, um, globalism isn't quite has its um you know it's it's claws in mankind yet like 50s vibe to it in, in the well, at, at the very it, least the dress style 
Yeah, I was going to say the the fashion, like the type of like uh, guns that they use and the type of motorcycle that Hermes is, is very much a like 1950s, like Korean War motorcycle. Oh, I never thought. Of... Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like the of kind of motorcycle you'd see in MASH. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got um her, her motorcycle. Um, it still needs fuel and everything. It doesn't move on its own, by the way, listeners. Yeah, it, it just talks. Um, I I kind of find Hermes hilarious because they don't have a filter. <laughs> um, they'll just say like blatant stuff right in front of people. Uh, but we'll get into that when when he, there's two things that that made me laugh out loud uh, when we were watching. Uh, so on previous uh, talking about other shows on previous episodes of the podcast, uh, I have complained about theme songs of certain shows. Um, I actually really. I actually really like the theme to this show. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah, I, I was surprised. It captures the show well, and that it's upbeat but sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I got some I, feels listening to this because it took me back to depression era. Dropped out of university, Cal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but not bad because now I'm okay. Right. So it was right. Yeah. That well, it was that, weird getting back into it. And um, it, it's I, very fitting to, for Kino's journey, right? Because it's like I can look back and go, "Wow, that time sucked." It is so I. It makes me appreciative. There we go. The show is about the world really sucks, but you know what? If you're alive, you can appreciate being alive. Well, and that's kind of the the message of at least this episode in particular. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, back to music real quick. I also really like the an- kind of ambient score going on. It's very, um, it's very soulful. Soul. It's it's very like somber, but also quite peaceful. It's quite peaceful, and there are uh, sound cues that add to tension or mystery. Mm. Like, yeah. that, that I'll point out when we we get into it. But um, yeah. Uh man, I I it seems like you really like it, and I'm glad that you that you like it because this is this is off the beaten path for us. This is this is some shit. Um, yeah. Kino is a she, um, but she she's androgynous, and indeed the show lingers on not telling you if they're a a boy or a girl for I think it's like the first four episodes or something, right? Because that's not important, and right. um, I kind of. I, I dig that, right? But she does go by by she. And uh, in this episode, she's on a raft going down a, like a very slow moving kind of like wide uh, river or stream and uh, contemplating existence, looking at the stars. Um, does she have like a little like fire pit on the raft? She does. Her whole yeah. life on this raft, <laughs> right? And in Kino's journey, like you said, she takes, she spends three days in a place, no more, no less. To watch shit go down, and she moves on. And this episode is the in between. Yeah, She's and uh, this episode um, kind of feels like a clip show, but it it's not a clip show. It's like it's all uh, everything she reminisces about is is all new material. Like it's filling in some backstory, but the framing device, the narrative framing device, feels like a clip show. Which is interesting. And, yeah, and, and um, I don't think like uh, siege means that in like a, a bad sense at all. 
No, I don't. I don't mean that at all. Uh, if anyone is wondering what a clip show is, uh, a clip show. I've talked about it before, but a clip show is um, a lot of the times it's done uh, in uh, sitcoms, in particular. Not just sitcoms, but primarily it's sitcoms that do it. They'll um, uh, they will often when they run out of money, <laughs> they'll they'll make an episode that is uh, usually the characters. Uh, uh, for contrived reasons are like stuck somewhere and mm-hmm. we'll start reminisce we'll start reminiscing about stuff from previous episodes so they can just reuse old footage and be like man that was really that was really funny when we got locked in that uh that uh refrigerator together for three days oh and yeah also kind of catch people up if they missed anything and give the general like the 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 summary of what what's happened yeah, up yeah. to the show, but in this case, Kino is remembering alongside Hermes different parts of her past, but in no order. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the order of one because one of them is when she's very young, like a, a little girl. Yeah, I believe the first memory, the first thing she recalls is being in a bar with this guy who uh, got out of prison. Oh, this one. <laughs> Yeah, he got out of prison and uh, he uh, did some bad things. He uh, killed, uh, seemingly, uh, killed. He was a scoundrel. He was a scoundrel. He he killed this woman's husband. And uh, to try and atone for his sins, he's like, he really is like trying to turn his life around. So uh, he's going to be like protecting her, like going on a journey with her. Um, They must have corresponded while he was in prison and she agreed uh he he genuinely seems remorseful he does and so he's uh uh, explaining all of this to kino uh in a bar and he asks her for some advice he's like hey so as a like uh someone who has traveled around a lot what what's uh what kind of advice can you give me and she uh, i'm gonna paraphrase but she says basically um uh, the only important, the, the most important advice is uh, just one thing: don't get killed. Yeah, and uh, he leaves because the woman that he is going to be uh, traveling around with, the uh, widow of uh, the man that he murdered, uh, who looks a lot like she looks, she reminds me of um, in Metal Gear Solid Three, Eva when she was uh, masquerading as Colonel Volgan's like girlfriend she had that oh, yeah. like yeah the, the the blonde hair and the glasses and yeah um so it looks that, like an archaeologist <laughs> yeah 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 kind of uh that that's what this character reminded me of um so he leaves the bar with her and the bartender and then, has some words before it cuts to the next scene and the yeah. bartender's like i cannot believe how different that guy is yeah like he killed he like fucked bitches he 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 really wants to atone and Kino's just like cool yeah <laughs> and uh, immediately cuts to a forest scene a happy sunny day there's a this tree is and there's a gunshot yep and uh so uh uh Eva Blondie that uh uh this this uh scoundrel uh was to be traveling around with uh she shoots him Shoots him repeatedly. Yeah, the the first shot is like in the chest, and he's kind of in amazement, shock. Yeah. 
and he falls to the ground and she kind of like you used to have a dragon in, in very hurt voice you used to have a dragon in your heart really you're not going to use me to like absolve your your sins you piece of shit and she empties yeah the clip into him and uh yeah she she straight up kills the guy and uh yeah yeah and like you said i think she she mentions like oh the like yeah he he took everything from her and uh the worst part about it was that he was now trying to use her to like make him to atone for his sins uh that's some heavy stuff uh so she she goes back to like her uh her like horse-drawn carriage and uh there's kino just chilling out there sitting on hermes and but before she comes out um hermes says uh that sure uh her her healing journey sure was fast she didn't even <laughs> have to travel very far oh like, yeah yeah jesus christ motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> like you said it's got no filter right <laughs> um so yeah so uh uh, the the woman says to Kino, she's like, "Oh, why didn't you stop me?" And Kino is like, uh, "Would you prefer that I did? I find it best not to get involved in these things. I I don't want to play God." Yeah. And so the woman's it's a about very to... casual conversation. Yeah. So the woman's about to leave, and she asks Kino, uh, uh, much like the guy that she just killed, she's like, "So Kino, um, uh, since you're like a very experienced traveler, uh, what's what's the uh, best advice what advice do you have for me and kino says uh well uh the most important advice i can give you is just one thing don't kill anyone already like i was already like enamored with this show like at this point really yeah this is some <laughs> this um it's an exploration of violence and humanity and how uh, ex- and how built into society violence is yeah um and cruelty but we touch on what kino thinks about that because in the conversation in between these flashbacks hermes like brings up certain observations um at the very end i won't get into it but at the very end it's like oh like uh kino what do you find beautiful and kino's answers are interesting Mm -hmm. yeah totally and so that's um, the, the first little story. So the, uh, vignette, yeah. Uh, so the, the next vignette um, is uh, Kino encounters this uh, woman who, she's like a missionary. It's the vibe she's I got. She's a missionary trying to preach, as far as I can tell, instead of a religion, uh, nonviolence. Yeah, she's... Almost like a Buddhist. Yeah, deal. she's like, she, she's like if... Um, uh like philosopher she's like a philosopher philosophy missionary which is interesting yeah and so she had around and spreading peace or trying to yeah and so she has this guy like as her like bodyguard and uh uh he apparently glasses suit yeah and uh he apparently was a was also a dirty rotten scoundrel well, it's interesting. In the middle of this conversation, because uh, we just cut to them talking at a mountain pass, so presumably they were just crossing paths, right? And we're we are getting a little glimpse of this, and she's I, like, "I'm not going to lie. At first, I thought it was the same dude, 
but uh oh yeah different but yeah they're different at first i thought it was the same dude <laughs> and just like oh this is just uh another person that he was trying to protect before it'd be uh, it'd be funny if he was an immortal no i right? thought maybe trying to make I, up I, I thought maybe there we go just... metal gear solid highlander we got them both in baby <laughs> i thought maybe it was just a uh, uh set like uh at an earlier time or something like that somebody right. else he was helping um and uh what goes on in this scene so what what happens is kino's like this seems really bad like you you don't have any defense like you don't have any persuaders oh by the way motorcycles like are called motor rads and guns are called persuaders. Oh, okay. In this. And it's like, you know, like you're, you're well-dressed. Like you seem easy pickings on the road. And the, ro- the road in between countries is just full of bandits and murderers. And like, this seems like a bad idea. And she's I like, got the impression there were also like monsters around too. I wonder if that's just a nice way of saying bad people. <laughs> Or right. a, a bad way of saying bad people. Because um, as far as I know, there's no monsters, but I'll have to read. Again, I've only seen four episodes <laughs> of it, like 20 years ago. Well, we got um, uh, we got a high dive uh, trial for 14 days. So that's, plen- gonna... that's plenty of time for both of us to, to watch through this entire series. There we go. So the gist of it is Kino is pretty sus that this lady has gone this far over the yeah. last couple of years without ever being robbed or killed or whatever. Right. And she walks off to go and do whatever. And Kino has a word with her um, unbeknownst to her um, lethal assassin bodyguard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because so, um, they, what are the words they exchange there? Um, Kino immediately is like, like has his number and she's like, you must love her a lot. If you're going to murder everybody, everybody bad every bad person you guys come across huh and he's like i will do anything to protect her and he reaches in his jacket to cock a gun and kino just smiles doesn't say anything doesn't make any movements and is like so it would seem now correct now correct me if i'm wrong but uh i wasn't doesn't Kino like uh, question like the the ethics of what he's doing and like what uh, the woman that he's protecting would think of what he does? Um, and he... to Hermes later when she stumbles upon a violent scene, right? So they stumble upon a whole bunch of like cowboy or like uh, '30s era like gangsters, right? That are all dead, reaching for their guns, and Hermes is like, "Oh shit!" Like they none of them even pulled their firearms out and kino's like that man would have to be ex- an exceptional <laughs> like lethal and precise like killer in order to do this without his without like peaceful like buddhist lady even knowing and so the um the conversation between hermes and kino um as they reminisce back on the raft is um like i wonder how many people are going to die uh, in order for her to spread her word of nonviolence, which is um, that's that's some heady stuff right there. What do you who? <laughs> what do you fucking do with that, right? And yeah, um, it, Kino responds like, "I guess she will be planting the seeds of nonviolence for a long 
long time. Like even Hermes is like, how many lives do you think it'll take before she reaches, she, she like before peace happens, right? Or to spread her word. Um, and Kino doesn't answer, <laughs> smiles, and that's that. Because the show isn't trying to tell you what to think about these situations. It's just showing you that they exist. Yeah, it's not it's not trying to give any answers. It's just raising questions. And people could say, well, that's like a, a rather nihilist like outtake. And I I I don't No, like I, I said, I don't think there's this is a nihilist like violent show. No, like I was saying earlier, like I I find this show actually quite pragmatic more than anything. Yeah, and, and in the face of everything, um, like you had said, uh, like hopeful. Yeah, yeah, and like the the overall episode, the the overall message of the episode kind of felt like, um, uh, essentially, like the world is fucked, bad things happen, but you know you're alive, so that's okay. It's all okay. And you know what? I- I, I understand why I liked this when I was depressed in university. Now. Yeah. And why people like, oh, like you say you like deal with anxiety or depression, but like you listen to metal or you listen to this. And it's like, this is the show version of that. Uh, I have always <laughs> said, uh, because I uh, am someone who uh, has, I, I don't listen to a ton of music at this point in my life, but I spent most of my life listening to metal. Uh, for the audio listeners, I'm wearing a Fear Factory t-shirt and a, a Monomarth hoodie at the moment. There you so, go. So, um, uh, but for me, I always, I'm not one of those people who like, oh, I'm sad. I need to watch something like, or, or listen to something like really happy and upbeat. No, I always like to consume media that kind of uh, stimulates how I'm already feeling. Yeah. And I don't, and like I, and I don't even mean that in like I, oh, I'm sad, so I want to watch something uh, that's going to make me even more miserable. It's like no, no, I, I, I'm sad, so I want to watch something that's kind of somber because it's on the same. We're on the same wavelength right now, and there's something comforting about that. Exactly. And instead of trying to change, it's kind of like when you open up to some people and you're like, hey, blah, 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 I'm going through this mood. And they're like, oh, like, let's go out or let's party or oh, let's watch a comedy or like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, no, like, no, yeah, (laughs) that's not like, you know, like that's that's not the point. And uh, this. Yeah, this shows this shows a certain mood and the the mood is like, yeah, I think you had summed it up pretty much. like wow like really bad people and bad things can exist but being alive is kind of just good in of itself and it's kind of like a it's got a thanksgiving mess feel to to me right like you especially when for me i think back to the era of when i first watched this where things were very <laughs> bad and uh food was scarce and money was too and i'm like man I am so glad that those days were behind me. Yeah. And I I think that's that's a pretty good message. Uh I'm just going to say not to get like deep on the show but like this show, man. <laughs> no, I am getting deep on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Deal uh, with it. Like I said it's 
the opposite spectrum of space dandy folks <laughs> where in the first 30 seconds the guy talks about how much he loves ass and here we are <laughs> On the on the next uh, uh, laser comb podcast too, we're going a complete uh, uh, yet another direction with anime. <laughs> so, oh, uh, stay tuned. That's right. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Um, so the, the third next and part is a flashback. Yeah, sorry. The, the the third and final vignette is actually the longest of. Oh, there's there's a tiny one that shows ten year old Kino. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it, it's very brief, but basically she's with Hermes. I guess she had. Hermes is like her grandfather's or her dad's motor, motor rad, right? Passed on, and I guess he could talk back then too. And um, she's out of gas, and he falls over. He's like, "Oh, so weak, need fuel," uh, and he collapses. And she's like, "Hermes, say something." He's like, "I'm all right. I just need gas." Yeah. And um, a wolf kind of like comes out of the woods, and she's like, "Ah, I'm like very helpless damsel," and. Um, Oh no! And um, somebody guns the shit out of this this wolf, kills it dead, and she's like, "Oh no, a monster!" And an old lady like comes out of the, like the bushes, and she's like, "I'm no monster." And this little scene is basically like, and then she's like, "And that's how I met um, my who I would call master." So she knows gun fu. She hasn't <laughs> used her gun yet on the show. Uh, does she at all? Holy shit! No, Kino doesn't shoot at all in this ep- in this episode, folks. No, no, she doesn't. And that's the point. It's like a martial art, and that she d- does not want to use it, but she will presumably absolutely fuck you up if she <laughs> if she has to and chooses to. And that is why I like her. She chooses not to draw her weapon in many situations where other people might yeah so like getting past that we learn that oh she meets an old lady in the woods she teaches her how to shoot right and then we kind of jump to the last uh uh we yeah so the the final vignette uh the fourth and final vignette i, I thought it was the third because i forgot about the, the i, I did one. too yeah <laughs> um uh, so the fourth and final vignette is actually the longest of them. She uh kino ends up uh happening across like what was it a shack there's Looking. like a suspension bridge with a hermit that lives on this secluded little like mountain area. And she says that the locals say that he's the great wise, wise man. Right. Um, apparently he gives away like things are even like donated or brought to him, but he gives away everything freely. He has no earthly desires. And it again, very Buddhist. Yeah. Centric yeah. character. And maybe she can go and find out if he has some fuel because she's running running low right uh when she gets to the shack that he lives in she's greeted by uh a young woman who is his caretaker of sorts and she uh she tells kino that uh his health is failing and that he doesn't have much time left and uh but fuck it Maybe but, it'll perk him up to talk to a traveler. Yeah. Uh, so he's like living like in a cave or something underneath the shack. Underneath, yeah. I was like, whoa, what, what's going on here? <laughs> Candle, it looks like a cult could have used this cave. Um, one or thing perhaps I Bruce is, Wayne. Oh, or that, yeah. <laughs> um, one thing, and you haven't seen other episodes, but I fucking love this. Did you notice that 
all the way down the, the stairs. She brings Hermes with her. I did, yeah. I thought that that was really funny when it cuts to, like, in the cave underneath this house, and there's just Hermes. She's just, just holding her right beside her. When they're walking, Hermes is like, is now a good time to ask for fuel? And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's a good contrast because he's not he's not wacky and zany, but he he has no I'd said filter, uh, no social cue. He's always like, oh, wow, like humans sure are sensitive. Humans sure are violent and makes these very plain, almost rude observations about humans. Right. Hermes could only get along with Kino. Kino is like Max Chill. You could, there's nothing you could say that would, <laughs> would piss Kino off. Right. And so they make a good an interesting uh, uh, duo. But yeah, they're, Hermes is just down here and they meet this old man. This mummy wakes up to, to talk to her. Yeah, this very old man. And uh, uh, the his caretaker proceeds to explain why he's called the, the wise man. And uh, she gives an explanation. I can't remember what it is, but he pipes the, up. The quick they... explanation is a king was going by and he was a beggar on the side of the road. And the king stopped, like, you know, like an emperor or something. And he looked down and he's like, you there, wretch, name anything in the, I guess he was bored, name anything <laughs> in the world and you can have it. And right. she's like, oh, and then the wise man said, I desire for you to move because you're blocking the sun and there is no greater gift than the sun. And the emperor is so taken aback, he got off of his like carriage and bowed down. And he's like, oh, for you must be a great wise one. Right. And deemed and, him like the like a wise man. And the, the old man pipes up and is basically like, no, 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 that's bullshit. Uh, here's what actually happened. And he proceeds to give yeah, he, a... He, he's like, shut the hell up, you stupid bitch. And she's like, I'm going to go up and, and clean a little. Bye. Uh, I'm going to come alone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to kind of skim through it because it's a yep. very it's a very long winded segment. Ooh. Um but basically Some social reprogramming go for it he basically so he is from a uh, another country and when he was young he was a complete scoundrel and he murdered a man and what they were doing there to try and get rid of crime was to do as you said uh social reprogramming to uh to kind of remove people's like desire is uh self-conscious i think self-conscious is, right is, is, what they say. is is what they say which um i that confused me a little bit but i'm not going to hang on that too long um I, I, yeah it was maybe so not the right choice the of gist words, of it is but the example that he gives is somebody might insult you you might um do violence against them and kill them and feel as if you have grown more powerful because you've taken someone else's life. And yeah. they want as to you just... as as you cut their head off, and uh, uh, Princess lightning. of the Universe by Queen starts playing, and you get struck by lightning. When you power up, um, yeah. And um, basically, the government was desperate to stop like increasing violence, and they tried to socially like reprogram him, and they did. But they found by taking away his violent desires, I'm going to call it desire. Yeah. 
uh, because self consciousness is. Weird. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think it's the the wrong. I think something might have gotten lost in translation there. Yeah, and um, basically. Oh, also, real quick, uh, the English uh, uh, voice acting in this show is incredible. I don't really like the voice of Hermes that much, but otherwise, the 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 he dub kind is... of has like a, um, like a uh, modulated like little boy's voice. Uh, it re- kind of talks like this. Uh, it reminds me of the. Um... Uh, the the Pokemon tank robots in Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. The um uh, Tama, the top. Ta- uh, I've got I've got, I've got the page. Uh, whatever. Uh, 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 Tachikoma. Tachikoma. See, I was like so fun. The, yeah. Um, I hate the Tachikoma bots. Yeah, so do Sorry, I. Sorry, guys. I they're annoying. I don't fucking like them. Um, uh, they they are from the original. Like a... They are they are from the original manga, but um, uh, in the the movie uh, uh, Ghost in the Shell, they uh, completely omitted them. This is um, he's like a way more chill Tachikoma bot. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, uh, but I, I know what you mean. And um, I spoilers really like... for next episode. There's a reason why I've mentioned Ghost in the Shell several times. Um, I really like Kino's English voice actor, mm. like. Uh, again, um, androgynous. Um, well, the character is voiced by a woman. It, yeah, uh, but like a, a deeper voiced woman, and I don't say that in like a bad way. Um, and uh, I like her voice. Um, she she's purposefully delivering kind of like a flat, like delivery, but that reflects Kino's pragmatic, go into every situation neutral and aware and not wanting to interfere and so i i like her voice right so the so the social uh program uh the uh, mental conditioning that this guy's country did um they they kind of fucked up because uh like you said in taking away like his uh desire it also made him extraordinarily lazy so he had no drive because he didn't because he didn't want anything beyond like sleeping and eating Beyond sleeping and eating, basic uh, animal senses. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want anything, so he had no drive to work. No drive to work. Could barely even like bring himself to beg properly. Did yeah. just enough to. So, uh, so basically, food. they were so pissed off that he uh, essentially became became a lazy bum because of what they did to him. Uh, they cast him out. And he, uh, as he was begging one time, he a uh, uh, a hip uh, hypnotist passes yeah, by yeah. him. A hypnotist passes by him and uh, tells him that he can uh, basically undo what was done to him and uh, return him to the man that he once was. But what was it? He has to. Oh, and, but and, you need to remember these words. And he says a bunch of stuff and claps. And he's like, there, you've already forgotten them, haven't you? And it kind of just shows um, silence as he mouths something right. to the old man. And he's like, I've written it in this bottle on a note. And he tosses it in the river beside him. And he's like, all you need to do is remember those words. Yeah. And and then you'll have all your old like memories and personality back. <laughs> Toodaloo. And he didn't give a shit because he has no desire. He was all like, eh. Yeah. Uh, but th- uh, out of sheer 
coincidence, uh, he gets up and starts walking and ends up following this bottle along the river. And for some reason, the like people find this really profound and start following him. In a very following him almost in a Forrest Gump way. I was just gonna say Forrest Gump. (laughs) Forrest Gump running, and people just start following him. (laughs) Yep. People just start following him, and um, he doesn't say anything to them, they don't say anything to him, and uh, he becomes like the great wise one. Uh, And he never figured out what was in the bottle, and he didn't really uh, care. Um, But the old man remembers the... um, what the hypnotist said to him, but not what the code word was. And, and um, uh, I can't remember the riddle because he's like, if you ever want to know uh, the only true words in the world, the answer is, um, he knows like oh, something about like the one real sky. And the old man is like, huh? Oh, you're talking about the concept of the true blue sky. And we get a flashback yeah. within a flashback here. <laughs> um, oh, I just noticed this, the CRT, like the scans or when she's, thinking back to this um actually since you mentioned the the crt uh scans uh one thing i would like to point out is um when the old man was giving his explanation and it shows these like 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 video like clear like video footage and like he's giving like a monologue like explaining it's like, like a silent film i got metal gear vibes from it metal gear solid vibes Oh, when, like, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> like straight up when like uh when like uh, uh Liquid Snake is like uh talking about like the genome soldier program with and like, everything goes like sepia and Yeah, yeah. And like static images, like sepia tone or like like low grade like video quality with like uh like a voiceover narration. Like it I got very, 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 very Metal Gear vibes from it. Why well, I'm glad I've introduced you to <laughs> this fucking show (laughs) now as soon as you you were like oh i got vibes from this yeah and um but basically kino's like oh i know this one and she has a flashback where she was talking to someone and a dude looms out the window and he's like oh kino you're leaving blah 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 and she's all like oh yeah and it's like oh hey uh something about like true uh blue sky um it's something my dad said um like never wait for like true blue sky. And um it doesn't matter if you find true blue sky. There we go. Uh to kind of paraphrase Kino's answer, she basically says that there's no real real answer to like to it because like who's to say that the because the sky isn't always blue and who's to say like uh like sometimes the sky is gray, sometimes it's purple, like sometimes like and they're all like equally beautiful as one another. And so she interprets this guy saying, This guy told him. <laughs> okay, so this guy talking to Kino in the flashback in a flashback says to Kino, My dad said this on his deathbed, but when I asked him what is meant, he didn't finish. And Kino's interpretation is there's no such thing as a true blue sky. That, that sentence sums up Kino's journey. You shouldn't chase like the idea of something being perfect or happy all the time. Right. There, there's no such thing as like a true blue sky that, that I, I get a lot of feels from this, this episode. Uh, and the like, guy that. <laughs> like, like I said, uh, Kino is an incredibly pragmatic character, which I really, really like. And um, the guy leaning out the window is like, uh, 
yeah i'm not sure if that's what my dad meant but a uh, cool story <laughs> cool story bro i'm glad i asked you and yeah he, he's glad that she asked and uh something happens yeah uh like a light bulb goes off in the old man's head and he starts like laughing or something laughing but then also crying and uh the because son he's of- like i've wasted my life oh what does it mean and i'm like oh shit and how to know trigger all like, of his latent memories and personality like all that coming back and uh, out of nowhere like his caretaker cocks a handgun and kino she she knows gun foo she's very perceptive she hears it she doesn't draw her gun she doesn't do anything like that but she's aware of it right and then instead of any violence like happening the caretaker acting like she's hearing the old man sobbing, comes running to his aid. Yeah. And he's like, oh, did I waste my life? I don't want to die like this. I have so many regrets. Oh, oh, geez. Oh, I've done so many bad things. And so it's like, oh, fuck. Kino, (laughs) Kino, what have you done? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, after she, like, puts him back to bed, uh, uh, outside, I think it's outside, yeah, it's outside the shack. uh, Oh, and Kino's just talking with the caretaker. With the caretaker. Oh, I calmed him down and put him back to bed. And uh, Kino is like, "Uh, you didn't shoot him. Why? And she's like, oh, how did you know? She's like, oh, oh, I I heard the- I heard a round being chambered. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So what's the deal? She doesn't ask what the deal is. She's like, why didn't you kill him? Yeah, that yeah, that's what she led with. Did, just why didn't you kill him? Not like, you know, why? Like, what was your goal there, or why would you be killing him? Just why didn't you kill him? Um, the lady opens up though. Yeah, she opens up and she says, "Well, you know, he's old and he's gonna die soon anyway." But so basically, uh, when the uh, like the 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 mental reconditioning that they did uh in the country that he's from which she is also from when it failed and he was cast out uh she was charged with uh basically keeping an eye on him and And if she went through the same mental conditioning but she's the successful version of that yeah and so if uh and if like his old like latent personality uh uh, comes back, then she is to kill him because he's an absolute menace. And not o- not only that, um, he might blab about these experiments. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, but you know, he's gonna die soon anyway. So what's the point? Um, and Kino asks her, like, basically, like, oh, well, so he's gonna die soon. So what will you do then? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe I'll become a traveler like you. So it's interesting, even though she has like no desire or whatever, um, it seems like she's the success because she she just follows orders. Yeah. That's what the country wanted for their people, right? But there's some humanity left in her. Because she didn't just execute this old man like days away from <laughs> dying, right? And um, she's going to go find her own path instead of just going back to her country and being like, like number one one seven two reporting reporting for business. She's just gonna fuck off. This is Agent 47 calling. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um so that makes me wonder though, like is she a six even a success though? Uh, no. If she still has some she still has some humanity in her. 
I, I would say no. Yeah. Because she's not reporting back. She she's gonna find her own reason for being alive. Yeah. There's just so many layers to this. There, there is. There, story there is there. there is a lot there in this episode in general, there is a lot going on here. Like we could like we, we could be talking about this shit for hours. Yeah. There's a lot <laughs> there's a shocking amount of depth to this show. I think this might actually be one of the deepest animes I've ever seen. And not in a hey, check us out. We're deep. Not in philosophical, not, cool. Not, no, no, it doesn't suck its own dick. No, no, not <laughs> not in the serial experiments lane kind of way. I just had somebody tell me I have to watch that. Oh God. Uh, oh, I, you would like it so much, Cal, specifically. And I'm like, somebody else tells me it's shit. So I'm <laughs> that that show is, and I think I described it uh, on uh, some other. It might have been even been a previous episode of this, but yeah. that show it, it has its head so far up its own ass <laughs> with like, oh, it's like, like the the people who made it like clearly like watched the Matrix and got really inspired by that, but were like, we're like, man, we're gonna we're, be deeper than the Matrix. We're gonna man. be deeper than the Matrix, <laughs> and holy shit, we're so we're such a fucking profound show. Like you're a fucking idiot if you don't like this. Yeah. Perhaps not for me. <laughs> and uh, that that was kind of the anyone I've ever met who uh, likes serial experiment lane. That's kind of if you if I'm like, yeah, the show <laughs> has its head up its own ass and like it's not nearly as deep or thoughtful as it thinks it is. The attitude is basically, well, you're just too stupid to understand it. And it's like, no, no, I, I understand it just fine. I It's just not as smart as you think it, of a show as you or it so think. it reflects its fans is what you, you yes notice. yes absolutely <laughs> it's uh, meant for intelligent individuals much like rick and morty or I the knew you were gonna, theory <laughs> i knew you were gonna mention those. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, and i don't even hate those two shows but that's a rant for another time so Kino's journey uh, this episode uh, ends with her fishing on the raft and they're talking about this. And uh, Hermes is like, hey, you know, like that girl's not too different from you, Kino. And Kino's like, oh, what, what do you mean? Oh, you're, you're both going on a journey and you don't really have a purpose. And Kino's like, <laughs> uh, Hermes, you stupid little bitch. <laughs> We're nothing alike. Uh, no, she doesn't insult them. And he's like, oh, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, because I'm choosing to go on this journey to do what I'm doing. And she she didn't. She just didn't have a purpose. And Kino does. That's <laughs> that's how we finish. Yeah. So, all right. So that, that was Kino's journey. Um, so with a sunrise on, and a rainbow. On uh so here on the Laser Comb podcast, I I started to introduce our version of a rating system on this show last week. Uh uh, Cal, so you you've now watched a random episode of Kino's Journey. Uh, are you are you going to watch another? Uh, yes, all of them. <laughs> yeah, I, very I'm much. Gonna, I, I might actually, as soon as I'm done uh, editing and publishing uh, 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 this or one of the other some of the other content we recorded today, uh, I, I might actually uh, start watching more of this today uh the show and we've said that great. about past like anime oh yeah we're gonna like watch it like we usually don't i think um, the only one i've actually done that for so far is uh fighting foodons <laughs> you watched a bunch of fighting foodons i did yeah. yeah um but 
this I'm I'm fucking watching this. This <laughs> this is some shit. I I am definitely like in the in the mood for exactly this right now. So and um list listeners, um check this out again. <laughs> uh if we can trust high dive, so can <laughs> so can you. <laughs> Um, but like, wow. Uh, or if you've heard about this or have watched it, yeah, let us let us know, let uh, us know your thoughts. Yes, uh, I'll leave a comment in the uh, the comment section of the YouTube of the video version. Uh, so that was uh, episode twenty five, the Lasercomb podcast. Uh, best way to support the show: go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. L a z o r c o m b. We're starting at the five dollar and up tier. You get hours of bonus preamble audio of this and all the other shows we do week in and week out you get a monthly ish commentary track we just did one recently for pirates of the caribbean the curse of the black pearl you also get a new show that we just started called what are you watching it's kind of a loosey-goosey like just discussion it's kind of a spin-off of the preamble stuff where we are talking about uh, movies and tv specifically and uh, we just did a like half hour long chat about uh, the the new Batman movie, completely spoiler free. Uh, you get all that at the five dollar tier. The ten dollar tier, uh, if you want to pick a show for us to review an episode of on this very podcast, you can do that. Ten dollars, um, and uh, you also get a weekly ish uh, news and current events program, Lasercomb Tonight. Uh, so go check all that out patreon.com slash lasercomb uh follow us on social media on facebook facebook.com slash lasercomb once again l-a-z-o-r-c-o-m-b or you can follow me on twitter i am at lasercomb spelled the same way and cal you are at i am at neocal n-e-o underscore k-a-l uh because of scheduling stuff uh we're gonna be skipping another week of uh, uh of this podcast so we'll be back in two weeks with uh, episode 26 of the Laser Comb Podcast, finishing off Anime Month, and which has now been two months <laughs> because of, of because because reasons. Uh, so I put up a Twitter poll on. Uh, uh, I put up a Twitter poll uh, asking, like, "Hey, what uh, what anime should we review a random episode of on an upcoming uh, Laser Comb Podcast?" And uh, of the choices, it was a, kind of a close race for a little while, but what ended up winning was something I've mentioned several times in this episode now, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex, which I am actually pretty excited about. So to figure out what uh, what uh, episode of that we are going to be watching, we're going to, as always, go to uh, numbergenerator.org. And there are 52 episodes overall, uh, two seasons of 26 episodes of Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. So random episode, one random number is between one and 52. And here we go. Here we go. Where it stops, nobody knows. Well, oh. now we know. It stopped on episode 41, uh, which is, that's a season two episode uh afternoon of the machines that is episode that sounds pleasant episode 15 of season two which was ghost in the shell's second gig um i've never seen any of season two so this will oh. be uh this will be this will be interesting i've only seen chunks of it so 
it's new for me. It looks like it opens up with the Tachi Koma bots like are being are down due to maintenance. So sounds like a great <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a great episode. Uh, so like I said, we'll uh, we're taking next week off, so we'll be back in two weeks with uh, with that uh, that episode of Ghost in the Shell. And until then, I have been the Siege, one of your hosts. I'm your other host, Cal. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Take a trip to another dimension.